to Bunta Vista episode 175. We're here at the Bachelorette Mansion. I'm a white woman, aged 25 to 30, and I'm relatively attractive, but I'm very quirky. I am not like other girls. In my hand, I have just two roses, but 30 extremely average-looking white men with job titles like account manager and sales standing in front of me. <laughs> my first choice is going to be a property valuer from the Sunshine Coast, the tribal tattoo sleeve. His interests include travel, adventures, and banter. Andrew, will you accept this rose? Oh, I'd be fucking stoked to accept this rose. <laughs> I've oh. never had a connection like this with anyone before. We just have such a connection, don't you think? Oh, that's fucking sweet. <laughs> well, you, me, and the other guy that I'm going to choose. Uh, it's very tough to choose between the other 29 identical men with whom I share a very strong connection and all of whom have chiseled six-pack abs. I am a real free spirit, so I'm going to choose the one man who doesn't. Theo, will you accept this rose? <laughs> Absolutely. Um, I've, I think I'm actually here because of a casting error. Um, I'm, not, I'm not sure they actually they know. I didn't apply. I don't think they know who I am. Um, I haven't been on the block or seen the block, so I'm not sure if I'm actually qualified to be here. Well, look who you are, and we're sharing a beautiful connection. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, and I'm told the next, next date is uh, jet skis on a lake. That's Which right. I'm, okay. I'm very afraid of those. So. Big day before helicopter date, of course. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, I'm hoping I get helicopter date. It's um, the best I, one. I will, however, be fuming back at the mansion the entire time you guys are riding jet skis and kissing. <laughs> punching holes punching holes in the drywall. She's kissing some of the other guys. God damn it. <laughs> I, I can't believe she would betray me like this. Mm. This woman that I have known for several days... And have shared several very strong connections. Mm. That's right. And I was hoping later on we could uh, share a connection in a room and sort of we're just <laughs> talking and then it kind of fades to black. Mm. Hmm. That is what connecting is. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> what are they doing? What are they? Is it like that's canonically they're getting fingered, right? Like that's. Yeah, for sure. Absolutely. Okay. No sex, but. No sex. Straight up marriage, fingering going on. Which, that's is, right. which happens afterwards. I haven't seen The Bachelor, so. Or The Bachelorette, or whichever one this is. Uh, Lucy, I was just reading about, I guess, this year's season, American season of the The Bachelorette. Oh yeah. Have you um Have you seen any of that? No, I haven't. That apparently the woman who was on The Bachelorette, uh, got introduced to all of the bachelors, and she went that one, done. Wow. Uh, and they said, get this woman out of here. <laughs> and they did a few episodes. And then the two of them said, we're engaged now and left the show together. And then they what? just then they just shuttled another woman right in there. That is a beautiful connection. Good that for them. Rules. That's lovely. Yeah. Um, but they did go out of their way to make her look like a real bitch before oh, she okay. left. Because that's, that's what you do, I guess. You gotta. You gotta go, have your drama. You've ruined the show, so... <laughs> I don't watch this to see nice stuff happening. I watch it for women being bitches about other women. Uh, or guys being like, oh, I can't believe I got dogged by the boys. Yeah, dogged by the boys every time. If, uh, oh, if there's one thing I hate, it's getting dogged. <laughs> and Dogging. <laughs> and to be dogged by the boys, no less. Mm. You know, if you, if you got dogged by like a mugger in a car park, you'd be like, of You course, would expect it. Of course. But the boys? No. <sighs> the last the last people I would expect to be dogged by would be my boys. That's right. Yet it seems like the most common way to be dogged it's, is by the boys. Well, I, I think suppose. it's the most notable way. Well, it's the kind that really sticks with you, isn't it? That's yeah. a betrayal. Yep. Hate to be dogged. Wouldn't if you've I? ever been dogged by the boys. Don't right? write into us at all. We don't care on any level. <laughs> Please write into mailbag at buntavista.com with the worst dogging that you have ever received at the hands of your boys. Well, perhaps um, the best dogging that you've ever received at the hands of your boys. Okay. <laughs> um, and if you are not from Australia and you're desperate to know what dogging is... Uh, Just type not- it straight into Google. No. Don't-, <laughs> <laughs> don't accidentally find out about the British version of dogging because that's a whole other thing. Yeah, well, they're perverted. Perverted people, we know this. It's true. They are perverts. Sickos, one and all. And speaking of perverts and sickos. Speaking of perverts and sickos, we have our own ones of those. 
And one of them that we've talked about quite a few times is celebrity chef and big-time wacko Pete Evans. Mm. Uh, the man who has been staring into the sun for months now, uh, trying to cleanse his corneas. And his brain is just cooking. It's just roasting up in there. Sizzling like an egg Mm. in the hot sun. Mm -hmm. So, um, we've talked about him before on the show. We talked about him on uh, episode 147, Hobby Grams. Uh, Episode 150, Mr. Hitler. (laughs) All right. (laughs) And and a bonus episode, Van der Grift Generator. Fuck, we're so good at titling episodes. Yeah, it's pretty good. (laughs) Enjoying those. I'm laughing just thinking about uh, what the Mr. Hitler title came from. <laughs> I so, can't remember on any level. It's like Hitler's Crocodile. I wasn't on that episode, but I looked it up. And that's different That's different to the Too Many Hitlers episode, isn't it? That was that was Italian Bavaria, sorry. Anyway, uh, episode 147, 150, and the bonus episode, Vandergrift Generator, if you would like to go back uh, through some of the Pete Evans canon, including things like... Uh, his his uh, biocharger NG product that he endorsed and was promptly fined by the Therapeutic Goods Administration uh, for selling a what was it like twenty thousand dollar light was, show? Yeah, I think it was twelve thousand um, dollars. It's supposed to generate uh, energy in frequencies that are healing. Uh, the only mm-hmm. material effect I think it has is breaking whatever the legs of whatever table you place it on. Because mm-hmm. um, that motherfucker was huge. It was huge. I it was we very large. Some, it was something like six or eight thousand dollars postage. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not sure that anyone bought it, but well, go, go. I back. did, but th- that was before <laughs> I read about it. <laughs> um, go back and listen to those episodes if you would like to hear Theo lose his mind as he discovers that um, not only are you able to cure yourself of various diseases and ailments by programming recipes into the biocharger mm. but also that you get the recipes on a subscription-based service <laughs> which will cost you a thousand dollars a year <laughs> oh. so that is pete evans uh on his facebook page where he has one and a half million people who follow his page including uh, two of your friends i note in this screenshot yeah, what yeah I know that too to be fair i suppose he was at one point simply a celebrity chef he was just a chef, or as he describes himself in his information section here, organic paleo chef, <sighs> health coach, food is medicine. It's not. Really a thing. Motivational speaker, author, student, teacher. Imagine being a student and a teacher. What a well-rounded man. Husband, proud dad, surfer. Um, and then underneath that, it says information. Uh, the information on this page is general information and should not be used to diagnose or treat a health problem or disease. Do not use the information found on this page as a substitute for professional health care advice. Any information you find on this page or on external sites which are linked to on this page should be verified with your professional health care provider. Pete Evans does not make any representation or warranty express or implied as to the accuracy or completeness of the information set out on this page and shall not have any liability for any misrepresentation express or implied contained in or for any omissions from the information on this page. This disclaimer of liability applies to damages or injuries, whether based upon consumer law, negligence, or other cause of action. I believe this covers the the posts that he has on there that say things like, quick chat, and are then attached to like a 45-minute long video of him rambling into the camera on his laptop. Just visibly mentally ill. So tanned. Very tanned, very intense eyes. Uh, so, so yeah, he's, he's basically become one of these wellness people. He's, he's, he's been a grafter, a grifter and a grafter the whole mm-hmm. time. He kind of started off with, uh, with wellness bullshit. Theo, I believe this is one of your favorite details about the Pete Evans story. Uh, yeah. And we have covered it before, but, um, <laughs> I like no to read it. No reason not to say it again. No, ab- absolutely. It's not, no reason not to say the words out loud. Um, so in 2015, <laughs> uh, Evans co-authored a cookbook called Bubba Yum Yum, the paleo... <laughs> Sorry, can you say that again, but slower? <laughs> Bubba Yum Yum, <laughs> the, the paleo way for new mums, babies, and toddlers, which raised controversy after being called 
and I quote, um, extremely deadly for all babies by health experts. <laughs> it's the one review you don't want, isn't it? It's really a nail in the coffin there for your baby and also yeah. for your yep. book. <laughs> oh, you do need less nails for those coffins. Yeah. Uh, oh, 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 no. Uh, extremely deadly for all babies is, I'm going to say it, probably the worst review you can get for your yeah, baby cookbook. but one of the best Cannibal Corpse albums. So. <laughs> <laughs> um we we didn't mention that he's also been on um, My Kitchen Rules for many, many years at this point. Um, and despite uh, publishing a book that is extremely deadly for all babies, the Seven Network said public reactions to the event were not a concern uh, and supported Evans. Uh, and following the controversy, they made several changes to the books, but expert noticed uh, noted that the recipes in the new version were still potentially dangerous for babies. So from memory, I think... The recipe in question was a bone broth for babies. Yep. Mm. What if I were to simply feed my baby with this thing that has uh, zero of its nutritional needs? I mean, what's in bone broth? Bone? Yep. Maybe and a bit of salt. babies need bones. <laughs> babies need bones. They're trying to grow bones. And They're trying to grow bones. bones. But you can't wave them with some bone juice. (laughs) But not with calcium, uh, because he claims that calcium from dairy can remove the calcium from your bones. And that, (laughs) (laughs) quote, most doctors do not know about this. It's a very, that's no wonder he became a Trump guy with sentences like most That's such a good way to phrase, like, every doctor thinks I'm a fucking moron. Like, it's such a good way to phrase something that when you would present to a doctor, they would go, what, what, what are you you talking about? What are you even saying? (laughs) Calcium from dairy can remove the calcium from your bones. What are you saying? (laughs) And he goes, hmm, well. I guess I know a little something about bones that you don't. Mm-hmm. It just makes a little note in his pad. That's ten doctors now. Ten doctors. Not a single one know. have heard about this. Very Who doesn't concerning. trust doctors because it's all bullshit, you know? They're it's lying to bullshit. you. Food is medicine. Yeah, and I guess, you know, that's some of the kinds of advice, like uh, calcium from dairy can remove the calcium from your bones. I guess that's some of the advice that you should not take from his Facebook page. No, that's right. His own disclaimer there. And you can tell that was like, that is under absolute like pain of, of being sued, right? Like that notice is on there from his lawyers and they're like, dude, Pete. You just shut, just shut the fuck up for once. Put this on your page. It's non-negotiable, yeah. and he's just being like a big sooky wawa about it, just like folding his little arms and mm-hmm. rocking them back and forth. And, mm-hmm. Yeah, and um, yeah, I think uh, he was into the, the uh, deadly baby book, the How to Kill Your Baby in Ten Days or Less uh, cookbook. <laughs> The, that I'm in a hurry. <laughs> <laughs> then, uh, then they, then he sort of got into like uh, the kind of hey, hey, you should just stare into the sun a little bit every day. You know, yep. it's good for you, good for your eyes. Um, you should get some sun on your yoni, that kind of thing. That's right. Uh, then he was right off into selling all of his biocharger stuff. Then he kind of, then he just dipped off into becoming a, a full-on QAnon guy. Yep. Um, got very QAnon. He was posting a lot of stuff about like, um, hey, Trump will be doing mass arrests and executing mm. Ellen DeGeneres live on stage, that kind of thing. God. Um, but al- always finishing it off by saying, hmm, interpret that how you will. Mm. Mm. I was just trying to see how different people would interpret this thing that I posted. Mm. Yes. Um, Curious. QAnon guy stuff, you know, New World Order uh, is a natural precursor to, of course, becoming a COVID, a COVID hoax conspiracy. Of course. Guy. Uh, hey, this is all just, you know, the One World government's attempt to get you to sign up for their scary vaccinations, that kind of thing. Right. This is just the natural pipeline so far, and yep. so he is reaching its natural end. And what is that? The natural end to being a, a MAGA shithead and QAnon guy is to just post actual Nazi material onto mm. your Facebook page. And he did that today? Was it today or yesterday? <laughs> today. Um, he did that today by posting a cartoon. Now, I'm going to try and describe this for you here. Uh, 
This to me is the quintessential like boomer Facebook post, which is that it is some type of old, um, old like newspaper cartoon sort of thing. Yep. Which looks as though it has been scanned and then run through several layers of like JPEG artifacting and decompression. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and it depicts a caterpillar and a a butterfly sitting across from each other, and they're both uh, both seem to be drinking, I guess, a glass of wine, perhaps a cup of tea. Speech bubbles on both of them. And very poorly done over the top of this in a way that it makes very clear that it was not part of the original image. The caterpillar has a Make America Great Again hat on. Mm-hmm. And the beautiful black butterfly has a symbol on him, which is a series of runic sigils running around in a radial pattern. And we'll get into that in a second. Uh, the caterpillar says, You've changed. And the butterfly says, knowingly, we're supposed to. Peter's posted this saying, an oldie but a goodie, as though he has encountered this before. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now, just to make it really clear, the caterpillar's wearing a Make America Great Again hat. The butterfly has a white power symbol on its wings. Mm. It has a neo-Nazi black sun symbol stuck on the side of it. Shall we get into attempting to interpret this cartoon? I'm not... I feel like I get the gist yeah. just very straightforwardly. Cut and dry. Yeah, so... One step process. Yeah. There's, there's really only one way I think that anybody reasonable can take this, if you're looking at it, which is to suggest that the, the natural evolution of somebody who is in the Make America Great Again camp is to, I guess, evolve... Mm-hmm. change, grow, and turn into a beautiful neo-Nazi. And there's no way to assume that he's being critical of this. He's not saying that Maga guys become neo-Nazis and that's bad because no. he is a Maga guy himself. Yep. And yep. he has put uh, a peace emoji, a heart emoji, and a rainbow emoji. Right. yeah. So that is, I-, I feel, all in support of becoming a neo-Nazi. Hmm. Just gotta um, love each other, man. So, yeah... Uh, MAGA guys and neo-Nazis just have to learn to get along. Um, so just a, just a little bit of background for anybody who doesn't know about the, the Black Sun symbol. Um, because I did see some comments in the replies to Pete Evans saying, hey, all cultures have these kinds of mystical runic symbols from their mm. past. A real classic... Um, hey, Actually, the swastika, the swastika is yeah. a peace symbol. Yeah, real, real classic, that kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, so, just for a little history on this symbol. In 1933, Heinrich Himmler acquired Vivelsborg, a castle near Paderborn, Germany. Himmler intended to make the structure into a center for the SS. And between 1936 and 1942, he ordered the building expanded and rebuilt for ceremonial purposes. Mm, now, the way you've started this, Andrew, it kind of sounds like you're taking this in a sort of Nazi direction. <laughs> mm. Subtly, There's subtly f- kind of headed there. <laughs> There's a... F- look... Uh, yes, you are picking up on some some foreboding hints that maybe this will get Nazi-ish. Uh, seeing as I am describing a literal castle Wolfenstein. As a product of Himmler's remodeling, 12 dark green radially overlaid sig runes, such as those employed in the logo of the SS, appear on the white marble floor of the structure's north tower. Uh, the symbol became known as the Black Sun... After the publication of a 1991 occult thriller novel, The Black Son of Tashi Lumpo, by pseudonymous author Russell McLeod, the book links the Vivelsborg mosaic with the neo-Nazi concept of the Black Sun, invented by former SS officer Wilhelm Landig as a substitute for the Nazi swastika and a symbol for a mystic energy source that was supposed to renew the Aryan race. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Very good. Still <laughs> not sounding good. Hmm... I know what you're thinking. Context matters. (laughs) (laughs) It is utilized by far-right neo-Nazis and white nationalists. The symbol often appears on extremist flags, t-shirts, posters, websites, and in extremist publications associated with such groups. A number of far-right groups and individuals have utilized the symbol, including the Christchurch Mosque Shooter, 
Australian neo-Nazi group Antipodean Resistance and the Ukrainian far-right National Guard Regiment Azov Battalion. The symbol was displayed by members of several extremist groups involved in the Unite the Right rally in Charlottesville, Virginia. So, I guess when you put it like that, it has only ever existed as a Nazi symbol. I feel like there's such a thing as having too much context, Andrew. (laughs) Sometimes you just got to let it flow through you. I'm having context overload right now. Hmm. But there's no way to, that he... I mean, we Maybe can't he assume, didn't know what this was. We can't assume that he knew what that was. Yeah, so somebody has replied to Pete's post on his Facebook page saying, The symbol on the butterfly is a representation of the black sun, lol. To which uh, Pete has replied, I was waiting for someone to see that. I mean, it's it's right there on the, the picture that you posted. It's yep. very straightforward. <laughs> It is, but again, if we're going to try and interpret this, hmm. we can. There's, there's really, again, only a few ways that we can take this. There is either, I know what the black sun symbol is, and I still posted this, and I was waiting for someone to see it and say something about it. Uh, the second is that he didn't know what it is, uh, but he's incredibly fucking stupid. And his whole deal is, I'm just asking questions, uh, etc. Mm. And he has tried to play this off as, yes, interesting. Mm. Some people were upset by this. That's fascinating. I mean, there, there is a third possibility, right? Which yep. is that he doesn't understand what the image is about anyway, but he doesn't understand anything. And mm. like the yeah. information that comes through him, it just sort of flows through him uncritically unexamined and sort of like flashcards for a baby he sees something with the with the right pixels and the right sort of shapes on it that he enjoys mm. it's got a little hat on it that he recognizes that he wears mm-hmm. um and sort of go, well hey I, I like this um it's like a uh an old a new take on an old on an old thing I'm not really sure what that what that's Sun thing is, but you know, whatever. Um, which is very strange, right? Because it, it, what, what does he think this is? What does he think is, is going on here? Like, and the answer might be he doesn't think at all. No, he's just well, a dumb shithead. <laughs> and, and like, I have to say, I, I personally agree with the idea that, like, I don't think that Pete Evans is, like, an outright white supremacist or Nazi or whatever. I think he's really dumb. I think he is one of like. these people who has bought into his own, like, wellness bullshit hype so hard. And also that he clearly has been able to monetize and turn into a lot of, like, traffic and popularity his entire hey, everybody should be very, very critical of anything that is offered to you from any position of authority. Yeah. Everybody should be very critical of anything that comes from a doctor. Anything should be critical from anything that comes from a government. Anything should be critical of anything that comes from, like, you know, uh, a... like a medicinal standpoint, right? Any this, of this is sort like of common, though. Like this kind, like white well, supremacy and like hippie culture is like quite common yeah, right. because of this reason. Yeah, yeah, and and I guess like um, I guess what I'm saying is I I think that I th- I think and and you know obviously we're just speculating wildly here. Um, nobody truly knows what is in the heart of Chef Pete Evans. I mean, he's a huge piece of shit either way. Yes, yes, absolutely. I guess um, uh, the thing is that, like, making your making your money out of, like, deliberately sowing doubt and misinformation about things like, you know, the accuracy of information about, like, the coronavirus pandemic um, and, you know, actively telling his 1.5 million Facebook uh, followers don't wear masks and don't mm-hmm. listen to the government and don't get vaccinations and go out to these protests against the government for trying to stop the spread of a disease that's killing a bunch of people, um, all that sort of stuff, does make you an absolute piece of shit. In this particular case, what, what, I, what I am kind of reading this as is him posting something 
that he maybe didn't completely understand. Yeah. Uh, having people say, hey, man, what the fuck is this? Uh, attempting via editing the post. So he edited it about 12 hours after he put it up from saying an oldie but a goodie, peace sign, love, heart, rainbow, to an oldie but a goodie, peace, heart, love, sign, uh, love, love, rainbow thing. There are many different interpretations of this image. Peace and love to all, always. Yeah, and as we've as we've kind of covered, there isn't. There's just one. Um, there's there's one, and, and yeah, peace and love. There's understanding the image, and then there's not understanding yep. the image. And to which be is, quite which honest, which is not an interpretation. Which is not an interpretation, one hundred percent. But I also I also don't think that the two concepts are actually that far apart, right? And it's sort of going on what Lucy was saying earlier that there is this pipeline all the way through to to this and like boiling down what you were saying Andrew one of the core issues here is the distrust not just the distrust of anything mainstream right but the or anything from authority but the distrust specifically of mainstream knowledge right yeah. and the and what leads from there is an absolute like just random behavior just just firing off in all directions and it gives a massive surface area for the worst shit in the world mm. to soak in. So all the stuff that we've mentioned there, right? Like um, the coronavirus stuff uh, leads directly into, well, you know, we want this is, uh, you know, they just want you to get a vaccination uh, because it's the the new world order, like you said, because UN is sort of doing it. And then suddenly you're asking questions like, well, what else do they not want us to know? Mm, did, did the, the Holocaust, Holocaust happen? actually happen? Yeah. That, that's yeah, exactly yeah, yeah. right. And then suddenly you find yourself with some very strange bedfellows, some of whom are Nazis, right? And like the 5G stuff again, leads immediately into New World Order, George Soros stuff, anti-Semitism, did the Holocaust happen, neo-Nazism. I'm not going to say that everyone ends up at that final thing, but... but It's the natural progression. It's the natural progression, and the not understanding, right? Him not understanding this image, and the not understanding is a key part of the process. Mm. When you are incapable of distinguishing fact from fiction, like Pete Evans is has made an entire career out of, right? Proudly. He does not know shit. I I think it's not just about being unable to differentiate. I think it's about, like, taking part in this very active process of setting, like, calibrating your brain to say whatever is broadly accepted as common knowledge about a thing, I reject that. I will react to that. Yeah, I will. I will look. I will bounce off of that and yeah, head in the other direction. Yeah, yeah. In in the name of asking questions, looking for alternative sources of information, all that sort of stuff. And none of this is to like, you know. Obviously, we're not disputing the idea that any given person can say, "Huh, this thing kind of seems weird to me. I'm going to look into it a bit." But you know, if you went around and just like, if you said, "I feel kind of weird about like vaccinations," you know. I'm going to go around and I'm going to talk to like 10 different GPs. I'm going to book myself appointments with 10 different GPs in 10 different suburbs who all don't know each other and have nothing to do with each other and talk to them about it. And if they all say the same thing, like I think if you come away from that and either say, huh, I guess that's kind of the deal with vaccinations. Or if you come away from it saying, there is a massive conspiracy coordinating all doctors to feed me the same bullshit, then that's that's definitely a you problem. Yeah. Like that is a that is a you you have gone to the effort. Like like people who get very into QAnon, like Pete Evans. Um, I think you have you you get to a point where you've basically actively participated in an effort to recalibrate your own ways of accepting information. And and look, you know, I'll I'll walk back slightly what I was saying, which is I'm not saying that I don't think there's any way that Pete Evans just could, could be a big time racist or whatever, because, you know, he's also a big time fucking Donald Trump supporter. Yeah. Um, I I think, though, that what has happened here is definitely um, is definitely interpretable as dipshit guy who doesn't really think about anything he's doing because he's constantly you know posting these like hours long facebook live rants and stuff where he just 
just blathers shit about all his alternative medicine and stuff for hours at a time. And much like talkback radio, I don't think anybody's talking for like four hours at a time and saying <laughs> anything of value, you know? Um, so, you know, he's, he's always busy posting all of this sort of stuff. I think, I think this is a case where he has just continued to, to run against things to the point where he's just posting something and then has had an attempt at going, oh, actually... There are many different ways to interpret this thing. And he's wound up replying to somebody on his own post to say, it is, he has responded to Kaiser Strappleberry mm -hmm. Mm -hmm, to say, it is fascinating that an image can represent so many things to so many. Not just Does one it? thing. No, it's, it's just, just one thing. Just, just one thing. For many, it is a representation that we are all evolving from one thing into another. Then what do you think the fucking symbols were? What do you think? What do you think the, the symbols are? I feel like in this specific scenario, the, the one thing that's evolving into another thing is kind of relevant to the conversation. Yeah. For, for others, it is that we all have love and light and darkness in us all and to make peace with that. Didn't see anyone he? saying that. Who the fuck is he? Others. I feel like I don't have neo-Nazi in me, you know? That's no. just not the duality of man. <laughs> <laughs> Others see white supremacy or Nazism, in parentheses, which is something I definitely do not align with. So please do uh -huh. not cancel my lucrative uh, deals, all the yes. things that I have that give me money uh, and make me part of the mainstream, but I'm not. So don't do that. Uh, others see it as a Trump-supporting caterpillar having a drink with its opposition. It's not really its opposition, it's not, though, is it's, it? And why is it? I mean, the caterpillar and the... It's clearly... The butterfly is clearly the caterpillar further in time. That's the... That's, that's what, what... The relationship between a caterpillar and a butterfly. Again, if you, if you took those symbols off and left it as the original untouched 1993 cartoon that ran in a fucking issue of the Washington Post or whatever uh, we would all look at it and say ah oh, the, the caterpillar is the person who has not changed the butterfly is something that they have changed has changed and they've become better for it this guy you know? makes me so mad he makes my the, the outside of my brain kind of boil off all the moisture leaving <laughs> the inside of my skull and the top of my brain just completely dry full I, of steam <laughs> <laughs> but he also I can't says, believe we just keep putting him on TV." I and he has an enormous mind. audience. That's the worst thing. I is this is so dangerous? Mind. Others keep see going. It. Fuck it. Others see it as others see the symbol on the butterfly as a pagan symbol. No, they don't. Which again would no. be someone mistaking it because that's not what it is. It certainly isn't. Uh, not a pagan symbol. Just say oops. Invented I didn't know by what Nazis it was. in the thirties. I didn't think very hard about it because I'm a fucking moron. Because Move my on. brain doesn't work because I have no nutrition in my body. <laughs> uh, he says, apropos of nothing, I have in the past celebrated the tribal people of Australia. What? Pardon? <laughs> I have. I feel like we've got a, a more succinct way of name saying that. For that. I have in the past celebrated the tribal people of Australia as people oh, yes. can witness in the Magic Pill documentary and the work we did to support Hope for Health. Currently, I am supporting the OSTF, Original Sovereign Tribal Federation. So the notion of what a few people are saying on these comments is preposterous. Ah. But yeah, not surprised. people. Ah, so I post one neo-Nazi meme and suddenly I'm a neo-Nazi. <laughs> Again, love to all and be careful not to jump to conclusions that fit a narrative or beliefs. But have you considered that I have previously used uh, the quote-unquote trouble people of Australia's beliefs to make me some money? So now who's the bad guy? That's right. I can't be racist. So, um... So, basically, at this point, a lot of people are starting to reach out to, like, the people who publish his cookbooks and say, hey, now can you stop publishing them? Yeah. And they have said yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I'm not sure which one of these came first because he has posted something on his Facebook page to say, sincere apologies to anyone who misinterpreted oh, a previous inter post. Correctly interpreted. 
yeah, sincere apologies to anyone who interpreted the post that I posted. <laughs> you saw it and had a little think about what was correct. Uh, sincere apologies to anyone who misinterpreted a previous post of a caterpillar and a butterfly having a chat over a drink and perceived that I was mm-hmm. promoting hatred. Mm. I would fucking love in just in this whole scenario for him, just for, you know, if he were to get back on TV again to say, what do you think it means? Not, not there are many interpretations and lots of different people have told me these things. It's what, what did you personally think when you saw this thing? When you posted this thing. Well, he explained a whole bunch of horse shit. Like, he, he gave the standard kind of spiel that anyone when pressed on these sorts of beliefs uh, gives. And that's a whole bunch of stuff about love and light and darkness and whatever. And, and you right. know... Yeah. I love Look. just posting a neo-Nazi symbol followed by a big rainbow and some love hearts. Yeah, and I get it, dude. We've all smoked weed. <laughs> that cannot be your entire personality. Uh-huh. Uh, I, I also really like that he has boiled his interpretation of the comic down to a caterpillar and a butterfly having a chat over a drink. Mm-hmm. Just asking questions. <laughs> just well. asking questions. Uh, he says, having posted a big picture of a love heart with a uh, rainbow gradient fill, mm. I look terrible. forward. Is this a clip art? <laughs> it really looks like shit. Sorry, sorry, Andrew. You started this with all the wrong tone. Can I get it in a baby tone, please? Like a big old sook, huge, <laughs> just a huge bitch tone, please. I look forward to studying all of the symbols that have ever existed and research them thoroughly before posting. <laughs> Fuck off. How uh, was I to know? How was I to know that the obvious fucking symbol... Well, I guess I'll just never speak again and I'll just go yeah, away forever. Go, uh, <laughs> just eat dirt and then publish a book <laughs> on how dirt is good for babies. Do, do people pass a certain age where they no longer are able to distinguish, like, um, you know how, like, uh, the Tyrannosaurus Rex can't see things when it's moving? Mm. Uh, if you are past a certain age, you lose the ability to determine when something has been added to an image after the fact. I think so. I don't think the thing about the T-Rex is true, but I think <laughs> I think so. We <laughs> oh, got a T-Rex truther over here. <laughs> T-Rex head. Um, yeah, because like, like we said, this this fucking cartoon. It is so so clear that somebody has used like MS Paint to cut out this "Make America Great Again" hat. There's, like, the the very badly scanned cartoon. There is the, like, cutout hat, which is a photo, not a comic. And then the big clip art fucking Nazi symbol stuck on this other thing. Like, how anybody would look at that and not immediately think, someone has added these two symbols to this thing to give it this particular context or interpretation. Maybe I'll think about that for a quarter of a second. Uh, Yeah. And to my 1.5 million followers like it's clear that he just he does not give a single shit about the information that he's presenting to like in quite you know safety considerate context as well right like with the with nutritional stuff with with Mm. all the sort of things that he that he presents like if i think i got something wrong on this podcast I'll, like, stew on it. I'll, I'll be checking the Discord for, like, a week to see whether anyone's, like... And then they tell us how wrong we are. And, they, and then they tell us how wrong we are, and they're, ah, oh, okay, it's just them. We don't... I don't, I don't really care. But, uh, <laughs> like, like, just the consideration that you wouldn't care about getting things wrong to your audience, it's just it's completely alien to me. I cannot imagine how this guy's brain works. I cannot picture the thoughts in his head. What is wrong, really? You know, is everything wrong? is open to interpretation. Mm. It's just perception, man. It is just perception. Just asking questions. It's just a. It's just a little. It's just a magic trick. Mm. Yeah. This this life that we call. Yep. Life. <laughs> but but again, like I know we're really banging home the point. I think that no, that's is... fine. We can spend all hour on this fucking <laughs> idiot. I'm... I I th- I think that this again is the issue with this type of. Uh, you know, disinformation farming that happens on Facebook uh, more more particularly than any other platform, which is that you just put out whatever. But if the entire thing, like if the whole thing that you're telling all of your followers is anything that comes from any source that would normally be considered reputable or mainstream or, you know, supported in any way by 
academia or research or a government body or certification or regulation or anything is by definition corrupt and suspect. Therefore, anything I tell you that runs counter to that theoretically must be correct. Right. And and looking at the replies to that post as like followers of his try to do the work for him of interpreting the post um, is is quite staggering or like trying to trying to suggest what it is that they think he meant by it. Right. To defend him. Yeah. It, it really shows you like here's here's a reply. Um, if that symbol even means that then it is saying that Pete Evans is the caterpillar. He is famous for his hats, and the caterpillar has a Trump hat, which I assume Pete Evans supports. Therefore, it is saying that others have changed, but he remains young and innocent? Question mark? Ah, so he's just a Trump guy. He's not a neo-Nazi. Yeah, that's totally different. Uh Totally different stuff. Um, Except for... uh, He's he's not one of the... uh, (laughs) He's not one of the neo-Nazis that does support him. That's totally different. But, uh, yeah, huge idiot. Huge yep. dumbass. And thankfully, uh, Pan Macmillan Australia, the publishers of his cookbooks, put out a statement today saying, Pan Macmillan does not support the recent posts made by Pete Evans. Those views are not our views as a company or the views of our staff. Pan Macmillan is currently finalizing its contractual relationship with Pete Evans and as such will not be entering any further publishing agreements moving forward. If any retailer wishes to return Pete Evans's books, please contact Oof, Pan and Macmillan. And please do. Hmm. We, we could look the other way with the baby killing. Yeah. But the Nazi stuff, we have to draw a line where it becomes... Yeah. Uh, not financially feasible for us to continue. Yeah, the, sci- right. the psycho QAnon stuff, the selling the flashing light machine and saying it'll yep. cure your herpes, um, these things, <laughs> you know, whatever. Um, I, I also, I think someone kind of alluded to it earlier in the show. Um, I also enjoy the turnaround on this because it's clear that their lawyers um, have presented them with a flowchart that is easily consultable on Pete Evans's behavior where it's like, well, we'll put up with it until here. If it's this... And they've just hit that point. (laughs) They hit that point. They hit that big red button. Eject. We're done. We're done. Uh, Dimmick's Books has also said, we are in the process of removing his books from our website and have advised our stores to return their stock as offered by the publisher. Thank you. Uh, What's uh, what's this last little (laughs) Pete Evans thing you've put in here? Uh, As um, friend of the show, Jim... Um, posted, <laughs> just just noticed. Um, but anyway, you know, I think perhaps uh, oh, maybe you're um, really charitable in saying he didn't know what he maybe was a little posting, charitable Andrew. interpretation on what he's going on. Uh, this is on the same uh, same thread um, from Chef Pete Evans to one of his various gremlins. You may wish to have another look about the true history about Germany. Mm. Yeah, it's just open to interpretation, man. I'm just asking questions about the Holocaust. Oh, boy. Woo! Well. Fuck you, Pete Evans. Fuck I you, hope Pete you Evans. never get any money ever again I in your life. You're nuts set on fire. I, I <laughs> truly, I, I don't, I was trying to think earlier on today, I there's, there's possibly no one on earth I despise more than Pete Evans, Oof. and I, I include like Ivan Milat. <laughs> Are you tired of paying nothing for the same old superior quality free episodes of the Bunta Vista podcast? Do you want less politics and more content about diarrhea or animals gone wild? Are you tired of skipping through those hours upon hours of paid product placement for Mark Wahlberg film Shooter? Well, boy, do I have the offer of a lifetime for you. That's right, for just five US dollars a month, you too can be a premium VIP member of the Bunta Vista Patreon. That's right, just five US dollars for all of our bonus episodes. That's over 300 hours of content from the hosts you know and definitely tolerate. I'll even throw in access to our glamorous and exclusive Discord server, where bizarre arguments only happen once or twice a week at most. Head to patreon.com slash Vista. Sign up in the next five minutes and I won't know because that's not my job. But you'll be enjoying the sweet satisfaction of supporting us and we will love you romantically for it. That's my promise to you. Oh boy. Well, from activated almonds and soy milk 
to a bad case of soy face, it's time for Dr. Lucy. If you find that you are having a little relationship trouble, just to pick up your telephone and dial it on the double. You call 1-800-317-5155. Now you're paging Dr. Lucy. Yes. Incredible. Starting uh, to delve into Reddit relationships. As Ben has titled this, on this soyous occasion. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. Very nice. Appreciate your work. Oh, title. 32-year-old female says, my husband, 35-year-old male, did soy face in all our wedding photos. <laughs> <laughs> now... <laughs> Oh, this first line. Oh, the first sentence has already got me. Now, I will just take a second to say, um, I feel like a little while ago, uh, maybe not on Buenta Vista, it might have been on Boney Island Whitefish, available on the bonus feed, um, that Riley and I were talking, and somebody said something about soy, soy face, and a listener was like, hey, you guys are parroting right-wing talking points. And I believe I I said at the time... Uh, you know, the, the term soy face is absolutely a thing that came from like a uh, weird right wing internet chuds to describe a particular face that guys we're reclaiming it. Guys would make that's our word, it's our, <laughs> our term. <laughs> God damn. Um, and this is this is 100% a thing where I have to say, well, when I say soy face, you know the face I'm talking about, right? And if you google yep. soy face, you will immediately see 6,000 pictures and you will know exactly what we're talking about in this article. And we can still make fun of ourselves, yes. you know? Yes. I, I don't think that saying soy face is perpetuating the conspiracy theory that by drinking lots of soy milk, you will become feminized. No. Throw away account because my husband is really active on Reddit. Of course he is. <laughs> you think? <laughs> oh, boy. There's your first mistake, lady. Yep. We had a small wedding recently, outdoors, uh, and hired a photog... To take pictures. Not really a long word. You could have just gone with it. <laughs> Photog. In the pictures where we aren't looking at each other, my husband is, unbeknownst to me, smiling with his mouth open extremely wide and pointing at me with finger guns. Uh, and she, she has bothered to clarify for us, which is great. Not like he's going to shoot me, more like, look at her. Oh, all right. Okay. That's good. I'm glad he wasn't threatening you. <laughs> your wedding photos with his finger guns it's sweet but really ruins the photos i didn't know until the pictures came back we have maybe six wedding photos that i would want anyone oh to see god <laughs> we spent one thousand seven hundred dollars on the pics and most of them are so embarrassing oh that is an expensive photo i have have no idea how much uh, a that photographer is, costs actually, but that sounds insane oh uh, it's probably it's probably american dollars so it's probably probably about right but also <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say right here, uh, this is at least as much the photographer's fault as it is the husband's fault. I agree. For not saying, hey, buddy, stop. Hey, stop that. Imme- Let's just get one without, yeah, w- without the face. I need you to immediately stop doing that. Uh, she goes on to say, my husband won't retake any of them and also wants our Christmas card to be one where he's making the face while tipping an invisible fedora. <laughs> <laughs> Come on. He thinks it's funny and shows our personalities. But I, it really feels like he's making me out to be a chump because I'm smiling sincerely. Well, you are the chump in this scenario. You certainly are. You have played yourself. Uh, I mean, I already have some thoughts. Okay, mm-hmm. hold, well, hold on. Uh, <laughs> yeah, should I just go ahead and give up this time? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> or should I press further on the photos? It's not the first time he's done something like this. Mm-hmm. And in the past, I've just kind of allowed it. But this is our wedding. So ordinarily, I would simply say dump this man. Mm-hmm. But I've got to say, you've gotten to the point of marrying this man. This is not an outlier. You know, this is not the spider's George of this man's activities, his behavior. <laughs> you know, he has new. been this man the whole time that you've been together. There's no way you didn't know that this is the person that you're marrying. Oh, boy. And now you're married, so, you know, you've committed to it. So, you're saying she should just live with the photos? 
I'm just saying that she must have loved this man to marry him, you know? Mm. I'm sure this isn't the first time he's pulled a face like this in a picture, is all I'm saying. Can I just can I just point it out there that I kind I, I totally understand where the soy face stuff is coming from because like I have a I am almost medically incapable for as like of smiling in photos. Yeah, I don't I just don't smile in photos anymore because I no longer know what to do with my face. Yeah, and then they're like and then I'll I'll smile and they're like no 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 don't stop just don't don't mess around just smile in the photo I'm like okay so for like people that that are um you know possibly ill socialized like myself. Um, I can totally see where the soy face thing is coming from. And like you said, Andrew, I'm not full, full understanding that that is, you know, using the right right wing mm. to- talking points, so on and so forth. But there really is nothing else to We do call, not believe that soy makes it. you grow titties. No, that's right. Um, so I understand where it's where it's coming from. But it's also like, at a, if you're at your wedding, you, sh- you should be just smiling anyway, potentially. Mm. Like that's a, something nice that time. should be naturally... Naturally happening, and I was, what it I was really very reminds happy at my me, wedding. yeah, hundred <laughs> percent. Um, you know, you might be crying, you might not. I'm just saying, it would be normal if you if you did cry uh-huh. at your wedding. Go on, yep. And if there were certainly photos of you at your wedding, uh, crying, sort of tears coming down your face, uh, you know, because of how happy it's you are, not running out of your nose. Yeah, yeah. You just and look, <laughs> and it's it's fine. It's it really is fine if you are you know if there's photos out there of you at your wedding, um, you know, unmistakably you're all dressed up. You're in the suit. Uh, you know, you might be somewhere in Mulaney, like say that your wedding was, just, <laughs> and you're just crying, right? And that's fine. It doesn't. It's not a. It's not a terrible thing if you're there and you're crying at your wedding, but. It reminds me of when I was at my wedding, which is not the wedding I just described then with with the guy crying, um, <laughs> where we went out to, we went out to uh, get photos taken, um, and we had my two year old nephew with us, right? And in every photo, he like squinted his eyes, like closed his eyes really tight, and then did like this really wide, goofy smile. And we we're like, "Hey, yeah, Camden, that's great, that's great. Can you do it with the eyes open?" And he wouldn't. And, and we just have to accept that all of the photos that we have with the, um, you know, um, are they page boys? Are those flower girls and yeah, it's a page page boy. Hey, I, I just um, I just want to clarify something though. Was was anyone marrying the small child? No, absolutely not. So so, Oof. and we just had to accept the small child. Right, right. The photographer, the photographer <laughs> tried to get the small child to stop taking making that face. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we couldn't. And, and like, all of the oh, well, ad- all the adults acted normally. That's the small child, but it's not uh, the person that I'm marrying, because it would really it only ruins the ones with the small child in it, not with the person that I'm that I'm married to now. In all of the photos, than doing the the face. Oh, I agree. with so you. So I, I, it's like at some point you have to be able to say, "Hey, stop stop doing that fucking face." <laughs> I I think the answer to this it's fine to cry. <laughs> I think the answer to this predicament is simply uh, to tell him that he has to take the photos again or you will confiscate 15 of his rarest Funko Pops every week Mm. Mm -hmm. until he finally relents. Or maybe not let him touch Tae boobies for a little (laughs) while, you know? (laughs) No booby times. No sexy times. Mm. Oh, boy. Uh, Yeah, that's... That's a bummer, isn't it? It's a bummer, but look, you chose who to marry. That's a decision that you made. That's all I have to say. <laughs> also, it's 2020, you know? Stop doing the face. It's true. Get it out of here. Man, terrifying stuff. Speaking of other terrifying things, mm-hmm. it's time for a creepy nature corner. Country roads take me Welcome to nature. A place of beauty, a place Mm -hmm. of uh, monster wolf robots. (laughs) 
Nobody, yep. nobody knows yep. where to go with that. Those are the two nope. things. The two things, beauty, and then at the other end, right down to the other end of the scale, I'm sliding the bead all the way to the other end of the abacus. Monster wolf robots. This is for Reuters. Uh, Japanese town deploys monster wolf robots to deter <laughs> wild bears. That's fucking awesome. Rules. <laughs> 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 A Japanese town has deployed robot wolves to scare off bears that have become an increasingly dangerous nuisance in the countryside. The town of Takikawa on the northern island of Hokkaido purchased and installed a pair of the robots after bears were found roaming neighborhoods in September. It's popping down to the old uh, monster wolf robot warehouse. Where do you buy a monster wolf robot? don't know. I would like one. Hmm. Alibaba, I think. But you've got to buy like 10,000 of them. Uh, City officials said there have been no bear encounters since. Huh. Huh. Wow. Well, then it's an effective robot and Mm -hmm. I would like to purchase one. Hmm. Bear sightings are at a five-year high, mostly in rural areas in western northern Japan. Uh, There have been dozens of attacks so far in 2020, two of them fatal. Prompting the government to convene an emergency meeting last month to address the threat they pose. I'm so glad that... Bears are not like a normal part of my life. Mm, I really, I can't imagine actually living with that threat. No. You ever see like, um, you ever see like a, a news article about, uh, you know, from North America about like grizzly bears or mountain lions or anything and people just talking about what you're meant to do like it's normal? Yeah. And then they're yeah. like, oh, Australia's got so many scary things in it. Not really. I don't ever have to worry like about a large mammal. You know? Well, all the, all the ones that are like, oh, the problem is that if a big grizzly bear hits you, uh, you will just die. And <laughs> also... They're enormous. Like, they're so big. Yeah, and they're like, if you try to run away from them, they will absolutely catch you. Yeah. Uh, and if you run away, that makes them madder because then they've got to run. So, like, hey, I'm wearing this fur coat. It's hot out. Now I'm running. Getting sweaty, getting mad. I feel like all those things that, like you're supposed to know to do are completely useless to me. Someone who like freezes up when they have to do public speaking or whatever. (laughs) Like if I was, I don't want predators to be part of my life. Mm -mm. I don't have room for predators in my life and I will not be going down a mental trek list if faced with like a a big cat, like the the Penrith Panther or whatever. (laughs) The Penrith Panther. The classic Penrith Panther. (laughs) It's real. (laughs) It's a big threat here in Australia. (laughs) That's what we're all scared of. The robot, called Monster Wolf, consists of a shaggy body on four legs, a blonde mane, and fierce glowing red eyes. Oh, they could have just paid Ben to do it. (laughs) (laughs) When its motion detectors are activated, it moves its head, flashes lights, and emits 60 different sounds, ranging from wolfish howling to machinery noises. Have you guys heard these noises? Would you like to hear them right now? Oh my god, yes. They really went uh, Mecha Godzilla style. Mm-hmm. Yeah, not like a normal wolf, like a horror movie wolf. I like that blending the machinery in there. Very mm, industrial, very nice. cool. Nice. Uh, machinery maker Ota Seiki has sold about seventy robots since 2018. <laughs> wow, good for oh, you. <sighs> the real Japanese wolf roamed the con- uh, roamed the central and northern islands of the country before being hunted to extinction more than a century ago. Hmm. I'm seeing the issue here. Yes. Well, uh, but then what would they have to counter the wolf attacks, you know? What are you going to make a robot out of then? Mm. Bears, I think. A robot of a big guy with red eyes firing a gun into the air. <laughs> with, a, with a double-barreled shotgun. <laughs> Plate shirt. <laughs> Uh, Takikawa city officials said that bears become more active and dangerous as they search for food before going into hibernation in late November. A decrease of acorns and nuts in the wild this year may have driven the animals to venture closer to towns in search of sustenance, according to local media. No, they're just hungry. We all like snacks, you know? Yeah, give them a break. Hunting them down with these robot wolves. Who doesn't like a little snack? Uh, I do. I love snacks. You need robots to hunt down the magpies in this country, I think. 
Not my precious magpie friends. Come on. Yeah? They still swooping them kids? Nah. They're all, <laughs> yeah. Now they're just feeding their fucking annoying uh, teenage magpies. They're so annoying. They're so and they're, they and they're look the like same, an adult magpie the and they make size. a sound that's awful. Mm-hmm. And they just like hop around like... 10 centimetres from the adult magpie, just, like, shrieking at it. Yeah, to, like, give it food. Get out of here. Grow up. Lay about. It really is the uh, it really is the bird call equivalent of just going, Mom, Mom, mm-hmm. Mom, <laughs> Mom, Mom. I'm Mom. hungry. Mom. And then you hear, you hear them get something shoved into their mouth and they go, Meh, rah, rah. Mom, <laughs> Mom. They're straight back to it. Filthy birds. Oh, from black birds to black faces, oh. we got to give you a quick Dutch watch. <laughs> We're keeping an eye on that country, folks. We sure are. <laughs> Somebody's got to hold them to account. Uh, it's got to be us. It's got to be us. And I feel like we're not like, as a, as a society, as a world... We haven't been keeping close enough eye on the Netherlands. We haven't been keeping a tight enough leash on the Dutch. I think everyone's been like, oh, no, everything's normal over there. They've got, a, got the economy's all right. They've got the legalized weed. You never really hear much about them. And they've just gone, well, they couldn't be up to much. Certainly nothing racist. <laughs> so um, we have been talking recently, and uh, some of us have been copying uh, lots of abuse from pro-blackface Dutch people on Twitter. Yeah, yeah, and it's and it is always, it's a fun coincidence that you go on there and they are retweeting like Ben Shapiro. Weird. Uh, mm. Various like white supremacist sort of stuff. But it's just tradition. Um, soccer stuff. Oh, I think you'll um, I think you'll find that all those posts are just open to interpretation. Many they are open Many to different people have mm. many different interpretations of those posts. So we have been talking about the uh, Zwarte Piet uh, controversy, which is, of course, uh, the Black Peters from the Sinterklaas Christmas Tale, mm-hmm. uh, which involves Dutch people getting wildly blacked up. Um, it's it like it makes Chris Lilly look at it and go, "Wow, that's pretty racist." You know, mm-hmm. you guys went too hard on the grease paint. Uh, public libraries across... Sorry, this is from The Guardian. Thank you, The Guardian. Public libraries across the Netherlands are removing from the shelves children's books depicting a black-faced Zwarte Piet, a sidekick to Sinterklaas. In the latest sign, the country is turning the page on a festive figure widely seen as being racist. Hmm. I guess different people have different interpretations. Different interpretations. That's right. For at least a decade, there have been protests against the practice of white people with blackened faces, curly wigs, and exaggerated bright red lips. Depicting the character at the nationwide parades held in early December to herald the Feast of St. Nicholas. The need to socially distance due to the coronavirus pandemic has assured that such high street festivals will not be possible this year, but the debate over the portrayal of Zwarte Piet has continued. Not least in response to the decision by librarians to start removing books containing images of the character which first appeared in print in 1850 for being, quote, contrary to good morals. Mm, I'm sure an image created in 1850 is definitely not based on any kind of a racial stereotype. Yeah. Uh, so Anton Koch, the director of the Association of Public Libraries, uh, said... Quote, everywhere there, everywhere there is a growing awareness that Swarthy Pete gives a stereotypical image of a certain part of the population and the libraries are moving along with this. Numerous Thank you, books- Mr. Cock. <laughs> Thank you, Mr. Cock. Numerous books have been taken down over time for being contrary to morals. I am thinking, for example, of the children's books in which the population of the Dutch East Indies was dismissed as Pat Jackers, <laughs> which means low-life rascals. Oh, boy. <laughs> Zwarte Piet huh. is also contrary to good morals as far as I am concerned. It is more that libraries are linking up with the spirit of the times. There's been a slow but unmistakable shift in public opinion in recent years about the depiction of Zwarte Piet, Sinterklaas's Moor servant, expressed most significantly by the Dutch Prime Minister Mark Root in the wake of the killing of George Floyd and the emergence of the Black Lives Matter movement. Root, who has dressed up as Zwarte Piet in the past and has defended the practice on the grounds that it is a simple representation of a figure that is black, 
said that this summer his opinions had changed. Hmm. Quote, <laughs> quote, when I met people who said I felt incredibly discriminated against because the Piet is black, I thought, that is the last thing you want at the Sinterklaas party. <laughs> I mean, sure. It is. It is the last thing you want at your Sinterklaas party. It is the last. It's the last thing we wanted to happen, you know? Mm-hmm. Not here. It's Sinterklaas. My goodness. A survey released last week by the current affairs program Invandog of 29,000 members of its long-standing opinion panel found that support for the traditional depiction of Piet has fallen from 89% in 2013 to 55%. Mm. Right. So we're still a, mostly a pro Still a majority. Still a majority. We're getting there. Cox said the Dutch Association of Public Libraries could not order all of its members to remove the offending books, but the librarians were making the right decisions without the need for guidance. He said, White children don't care about another Pete. Oh, I've gone Irish. Interesting. <laughs> White children don't care about another Pete, and black children find it strange and nasty, and that is what matters. Some people also like fascism. And yes, that sounds crude, but I mean that a tribe cannot determine our policy. We see that libraries are taking on that responsibility en masse. And bloody good on them. Thank you to the librarians. Yeah, thank you to the mm -hmm. Dutch librarians. Dutch librarians for saying, bro, come on. You don't need the blackface books, you know? Mm. And I think that's about it. That's about all we've got time for. Uh, Theo. Hey. Any thoughts that you would like to leave us with today? Yeah, absolutely. Um, so I've just found out the fucking Akira is on back in the cinemas. Uh, 21st Sat uh, November. That's probably going to be quite close for people when this is coming out. But it's it's in the... What is going on? I to say, on? why did you just post Showtimes for Akira? Because it's, it's in... <laughs> Good Lord. Sorry, Akira. for me. Akira. That's right. <laughs> So, folks, cool. if you are within travelling distance of Event Cinema's Garden City Mount Gravit, yeah, uh, and you have listened to this before the twenty-first of November, oh, it's still on. It, it's gone. Like it goes out till next week or more. So I assume it's playing. There's two. There's two times at Event Cinema's Garden City Mount Gravit. Uh, it's a bit expensive there. So maybe if you can get on special. Uh, and if you are in the United States or the UK, don't go to the movies. Please don't no. do that. Stay home. Stay home and watch Akira Not on the streaming services. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or on Blu-ray if you can get the 4K version. And you've got the, the TV to back it up. Yeah. 5.1 mix. Um, I'd go. Oh, so you were confused by uh, Akira, but you weren't so confused about the image I posted previously, which is a large pair of breasts with big cups surprise your man and the dude from Get Out in the background crying?